Gonna turn it up, please. Hey, what's up? It's your man, Ben's Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. Man, I ran across this crazy story. And this is a story that would teach all women. You know what I'm saying? And all guys, too. You see what I'm saying? But most part is women because guys do get outrageously jealous and like they get extremely anal especially when a breakup especially on a breakup like dudes are the most worst type of people when the girl don't want to be with them no more i don't know why guys act like that i know i'm not guilty of that at all because once she told me we through i packed up my shit and left there was no arguments see what i'm saying if I feel like we could patch it through, then we'll talk. But you know when a woman is fed up. And this guy wouldn't take no for an answer. Yo, brace yourself for this story. This is extreme chibachery. Ohio, mother burned alive by ex-boyfriend. Testified at her own murder trial. you like, how the hell she testified at her own trial? on murder trial well guess what she survived the attack and a couple of years later she died from the attack so it was a slow death court documents reveal pure evil the case of judy malinowski is the subject of a true crime true crime documentary all right i'll tell you the details judy Malinowski found herself in the middle of an altercation with her on-again, off-again boyfriend when she was suddenly doused with gasoline and set on fire. The 31-year-old engulfed in flames behind a gas station in Gahanna, a Columbus suburb. Miraculously, she survived. The 2015 attack left 90% of her body covered in third or fourth degree burns. The Ohio resident defied the expectations of the doctors and lived for another two years, which was long enough to detail her account from her hospital bed and have it recorded. The mother of two died from her injuries in 2017 at the age of 33. But her story didn't end there. Her testimony was admitted as evidence at a trial. It was the first time in Ohio history a murder victim was able to testify against a killer. Malinowski case is being explored in an MTV documentary, The Fire That Took Her. That's, what's the, that's the name of the documentary. is on MTV, uh, which is available for streaming on Paramount. The film, directed by Patricia E. Gillespie, features interviews with the detectives and attorneys who were involved with this case, as well as Malinowski's mother, Bonnie Bowles. Judy's sacrifice, first and foremost, is what compelled me to tell her story. Um, Bowles told news sources this. The second is the chance to help a, another woman. 
The film features footage from the hospital room where Malinowski spent the final years of her brief life. She was in a coma for seven months, underwent 60 surgeries, 60 surgeries, and was resuscitated seven times. An amputated arm had been scorched to the bone. Malinowski's charred face was nearly skeletal and her ears were gone. Her eyes were often widened in despair. Uh, that was a lot of pain right there. As she struggled to breathe, her fully scarred body and uncontrollable wells were captured on camera to give audience a glimpse of Malinowski's suffering. Malinowski's in between gaps described the pain. It was the pain that she felt like a thousand hot needles, which was later heard in court. There are no words to describe the agony she's seen, Bowles explained. And I don't have any words to describe what those burns dressings were like, especially on your child. They were all over her body. No amount of medicine was able to stop the pain. There just wasn't enough for those burns. It was brutal. One doctor said it was like blowing cold air on the nerve of a tooth over and over again, except it was her entire body. And then those burns were rubbed over and over. I think at that point, as a parent, you're just on an autopilot, she recalled. I was in such survival mode for Judy to sustain life while I was caring for my grandkids. I think that what that's what kept me going. Uh, Judy mom said. Uh, that's what Judy Moms was telling the um, producers of the um, documentary they got on MTV about Judy Malinowski's um, evil-ass situation, getting her body burned so bad. All right. Who suspected she wouldn't live much longer, you know? Was determined to give her testimony. She anticipated that her ex-boyfriend, Michael Slager, would be charged with murder upon her death. Miss Malinowski, she knew she was going to die. She knew she wasn't going to make it that longer. You know what I'm saying? So she suspected that she was going to pass away. Slager was sentenced to 11 years in prison after pleading no contest in 2016 to charges including felony, assault, and aggravated arson. I knew Bonnie had great faith that there were, uh, would be a recovery here. Judge Warren T. Edwards, who was the assistant district attorney at the time, told news sources, uh, but I think from our perspective, we knew that at some point these injuries would take Judy's life. So from the very beginning, we prepared this case for a homicidal trial, a homicide trial. That means I spent hours upon hours at Judy's bedside preparing her. I was out there just about every week. I've prosecuted dozens of homicides. But of course, the victim and them are usually deceased at the time at the time that the case is assigned to me. He added, I get to meet their families, their loved ones but never the victims themselves. So he did so many homicide cases. This is his first one where he actually had 
the victim testify against the uh, killer because she survived the burns that burned 90% of her body. So she survived, but she was in so, too much pain. She was not going to, she survived for two years and then passed away. So all of the testimonies that the prosecutors, the, the, the attorneys prepared her for, they used that against uh, Mr. Flager, Slager. What's his last name again? Uh, uh, Slager, yup. All right. Uh, let me see. He get to meet their families. This was a unique case for uh, the attorneys. As I got to know Judy, this is a statement from the uh, attorney. As I got to know Judy, the victim, I knew this would be a very different kind of fight. Edward said that when he was first assigned to the case, Malinowski was still in a coma. He still vividly remembers getting a phone call during which he was told Malinowski was not only awake and communicating, but she had some memory of what happened to her. That was one call I never expected to get, he admitted. Bows, 60-year-old, and Malinowski's relationship with Slager was tumultuous from the first day. She came to me multiple times and said she was trying to get away from Michael. Bowers recall, she would text me and say, please, mom, have the authorities get him out of my apartment. This relationship was not healthy. She realized there was something controlling about him and he, he preyed on her weaknesses. That's usually the uh, red flags that you gotta pay attention to, ladies. Uh, before the attack, Malinowski was a newly divorced mom who battled an addiction to prescription painkillers that developed after she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, the ovary cancer. In 2015, Malinowski got clean and began dating Slager, then 40 years old. Uh, Bowles said it was Slager who fueled her daughter's addiction by introducing her to heroin and feeding her uh, dependents. Malinowski had plans to visit an addiction treatment center. She never got the chance to. She attempted multiple times in the past to get help from the police, said Bowles. There were numerous 911 calls to her home, but I think there was an attitude at the time without looking at Michael's past record that she was a prior drug user. I think that played into it. And I also think it's because they readily didn't have information on Michael whenever they would walk into the domestic violence situations blindly. I don't think there were there was a stigma at the time at that time. I do think there was a stigma. Look, I said it the wrong, my back, y'all. I do think, she said, I do think there was a stigma at that time. So because of the fact that Nilanowski, uh, uh, again, Malinowski, she did heroin, so she was a drug user. So the police had like a, you know, they looked at her in a way and they didn't really care about the domestic violence that she was going through because she was a... Uh, uh, 
known drug user. So five months before she died, while cleansing to life, Malinowski recorded a three-hour attestation. Attestation. There's a way that they say it. It's a test, a testament. You see what I'm saying? Her pain medication dosage had to be lowered for her to testify. The goal was to prove that she was of sound in mind. In the video played in court, Malinowski said Slager set her on fire during an argument after he doused her with gasoline. She described how at one point the gasoline had gone down her throat as Slager pulled out a lighter. Damn. ATM surveillance footage from the incident showed how the blaze shrouded Malinowski's body. Malinowski said Slager ignored her pleas for help. The look on his face was pure evil, said Malinowski. After Malinowski's death, a grand jury indicted Slager on murder charges. His defense attorneys argued against allowing Malinowski's testimony saying that prosecutors had improperly relied on civil law rather than criminal law to obtain the recording. In 2018, a judge ruled that the videotape testimony could be used at Slager's trial. And yeah, there's a picture of the dude right here. Damn, he do look, he do look like a real messed up person. Just by looking at him, he look real, he do look manipulative like he manipulates too. <laughs> like he'll talk your ears to death. I know a person that likes to manipulate. I know those type of characteristics. They will talk your ears to death. Or they won't even allow you to talk. They're gonna over talk you. That's how you know if somebody's trying to manipulate you. They're gonna over talk you. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Moving along, Edwards Edwards said in an exhausted Malinowski held on as much as she could to ensure that her story would be heard. While he wanted Slager to be put to death, Malinowski did not. That didn't surprise me, said Bowles. That's not really who Judy was. She had forgiven Michael throughout her journey in the hospital. We spoke a lot about it. She wanted Michael to find God. She wanted him to be sorry. She just couldn't get her head around the fact that he could do this to her and not be sorry. But Judy didn't hold grudges. She wasn't that type of person, even at the level of pain that she was in. In 2017, Judy's law was signed by Ohio's governor. The bill requires six additional years in prison for crimes that permanently maim or disfigured victims. At the time, Malin at the time, Malinowski's 13-year-old daughter, Kaylin, said the bill's passage helped her and her 10-year-old sister, Madison, know that their mommy did not suffer in vain. Slager, now, who's 47 years old, pleaded guilty in 2018. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole. My daughter suffered so greatly, said Bowles. Ms. Bowles is the mother of um, um, Malinowski. She never wanted another woman to suffer the way that she did. She wanted to make a change. She fought to change the laws and help other women. Her relationship with Slager was only really from 
April to August, bowels reflected, and those few months, her whole life was just destroyed. Man, that was a crazy story. One of the most craziest, wickedest stories that I ever read in my life. Because the reason I say that because the dude was so manipulative. I, like, from looking at the picture, picture, I'm not a type that's going to judge you by a book by its cover. But, bro, there's people you could really actually look at them and you could tell, man, that person is fucked up. You could see it. You see what I'm saying? And you could, he got those eyes where he, and he looked like them type that will talk your ears to death. That, like I said earlier, man, people who manipulate, who like to control the narrative or try to control and get you to do what they want you to do like they don't give a fuck about what you trying to do all they trying to do is what they want to do and if you don't comply with them they're gonna go crazy he looked like that type just by looking at the picture he actually do look like that type with that being said women or any woman that's listening to this podcast right now like straight up if you got a guy that over talks, he's being loud and aggressive, yo, that's when you know that's the, you don't need any more red flags. That's the red flag. That's the only red flag that you need right there. Like, you need to get away from that person because that person is manipulating. He's controlling you. See what I'm saying? You got to get out of those relationships. Uh, like, some of you women, or like some women, they get stupid when they be having sex. When you have sex, especially unprotected sex, feelings will be involved no matter what. Feelings are definitely going to be involved. And you got to do what's conducive to your life. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, uh, we all trying to survive. And women got the hardest end of the sticks because guys, they, they can't take rejection. Like, guys' egos are just nasty. You know what I'm saying? I only seen a few women in my lifetime with egos that's just pure nasty. I I I've witnessed a few, but most most part is always guys that's be tripping and stuff. And guys that's listening to me, bro. If it's over, let it go, man. It's like so many people in the world. It's not the end of the world, man. Okay, we all lost a girlfriend. Stop crying like a little bitch, bro, and keep it moving. Oh, my God, man. Y'all niggas be acting so pussy, bro. And then when somebody call you a pussy, you quick to pick up a gun and shit. That make you extreme. You bloody pussy, now. You just a pussy-ass nigga that went bloody. Fuck that shit, bro. Got to tell these people how it is, man. Man, just take your ass on, man. That means you need time to be by yourself. For anybody who don't know how to be by themselves, you can't be in a relationship. If you too scared to be alone, that means you're not ready to be independent. You need to go back home to your mama, where you belong, and figure yourself out, and then hit the civilized world and try to do better with yourself. If you knew better, you would do better. But obviously this guy, Michael Slager, didn't. And he's got life in prison for burning a woman to death. See what I'm saying? She, she, she survived that brutal night, but two years she was still alive. And she was able to goddamn testify against this fucking asshole 
that burned her. Goddamn. And may this be a goddamn educational thing to you women to understand if you're in some circumstances like this guy is over talking you and he's over you and he's trying to control you, you need to get up out of the situation. Like, love don't love nobody. Trust me. If somebody loves you, they ain't got to say it. Action speaks louder than words. So take those actions and, and register that in your thought. And, think, and, and talk to yourself and think to yourself, yo, this is not right. I need to get myself out of this situation. You know what I'm saying? If you with somebody that beat on you, just play the role. Like you're not going to ever leave them and make yourself a, a plan while, they, while he's sleeping and you get your ass up out of there and run. Get your ass up out of there and run. There's way too many resources. There's too many resources for women and children. You know what I'm saying? Women and children got way more resources than guys do. So with that being said, pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to details. Please listen to me when I'm talking to you with great concern. You can hear this concern in my voice, ladies. Please, don't waste your life on no asshole that just didn't left his mama titty yet. Still got his mama biblical cord on him and shit. He don't want you to go. You Now you done adopted the, the, the fucking... You done adopted the goddamn responsibility to be this grown man's mama. No, you don't know, nobody mama. You just supposed to be his lady and have his back so y'all could grow a foundation and make a big corporation for the children and the next generation of children. With that being said, this is Thinking Out Loud with your man, Ben Pharrell, with another great topic for you women, specifically the women, to grasp and take and hopefully you understand transparency. It's your man, Ben Farrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. You know, follow me on that Instagram, Box Benji, underscore Murder Envy, M-U-R-D-E-R-V-E-N-V-I-I. My bad, Murder Envy. Yeah, that's TikTok, underscore Murder Envy TikTok. Sorry. But I'll tell you more information later. One.